Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. In this episode, I am happy to share the homily I offered as the address at the commencement exercises at Merrimack College in May of 2021 in which I reflect on the great question that Jesus poses to his followers. What profit would there be for someone to gain the whole world, but lose their soul in the process? It is certainly true that as wonderful as it is to be here together in this place for this celebration, it is still not quite what we would like it to be. Six feet of separation from people with whom you have shared such a challenging and difficult journey. Allowing only two guests to witness a moment that so many have supported and loved you to. is better than nothing, but not nearly enough. Previously recorded music, no matter how well performed, lacks some of the magic of live music produced in the moment. And perhaps most disappointing of all, you are about to hear a priest preach a homily instead of being inspired by a commencement address from some notable or famous or distinguished or when everything is truly how it should be, entertaining and not too long. But some things remain. You have completed your bachelor's or master's degrees And now the whole world is waiting for you to win it over with your brilliance, your charm, your creativity, your inspiration, your care, your ingenuity, and your love. And I have no doubt that sitting among us today are more than a few of you who will make it big, become extraordinarily successful, wealthy, powerful, and famous. Privileged now with an education, all of you will make a difference to others, contribute something to the ongoing evolution of the human community, build lives and families, become neighbors and friends. And that will be awesome to watch and hear about and celebrate at homecomings and reunions to come. It may even be the case that one or more of you will become someone notable or famous or distinguished enough to be the commencement speaker at a future Merrimack graduation so that I can go back to just preaching at baccalaureate mass. When thinking about what I might preach about in this homily, question that Jesus put to his followers kept coming to mind. He asked them, what profit is there for one to gain the whole world and lose their soul in the process? While the right answer to that question may be obvious, it is nonetheless a question meant to invoke in us an uncomfortable dissonance in order to open us to a transformation of our minds and hearts. Sitting with that dissidence inspired me to share this story with you. Once there was a young man who had completed his education just as you have today. We don't know if he celebrated that event like this or in some other way, but if he had, I think it is very likely that he would have been asked to deliver the commencement speech just as Samantha did for us today because he excelled in his studies, especially the art of communication. He was extraordinarily gifted in his ability to convince people that what they wanted to hear was what he had to say. 
We also know that while he was in college, he had just a great time, never letting anything be more important than enjoying every pleasure that life had to offer. He would have undoubtedly enjoyed himself thoroughly here last night. Still, he was praised by his professors for his willingness to do whatever was necessary to come out on top of every contest and competition he entered. He loved being with friends who shared and fed his ambition and arrogance. He wholeheartedly accepted and mastered what his culture told him were the keys to real success and real advancement. Rules such as only winning matters because losing is for, well, losers. The best way to get ahead is to run over anyone in front of you. Wealth, power, prestige, and position, no matter what it takes to get them. Honesty, self-awareness, and caring about others is for, well, losers. What others think of you is far more important than what is really true of you. Others are valuable to the extent that they might be useful to you in the accomplishment of your goals and ambitions. There is no limit to what you can achieve provided that you manage to maneuver yourself into the right circles of influence, networks, and connections regardless of what it might cost to belong to them. And last but not least, the ability to, conv to tell convincing lies is far more profitable than being right and knowing truth. His natural abilities and characteristics were perfectly suited to a world that lived by those values and rules. He had a profound capacity for cleverness and wit, a charming personality, commanding charisma and good looks, all of which drew others to him and made them want to open doors for him and be part of his success. He did have a reflective side, a place that within him that burned for another kind of satisfaction place that longed for wisdom and truth, inner peace and joy. But rather than allow this get in, the way, get in his way of gaining the whole world, he thought he could do both and have it all. But he was not willing to give this part of himself the nourishment it needed for fear that it might outgrow and overcome his hunger for success in the world. He did have some annoying student loans to pay off which delayed his plans to gain the whole world. But he used that time to polish and perfect his skills, build his connections and networks, and feed his insatiable appetite for the admiration of others. And by the age of 30, he was exactly where he wanted to be, expected to be, always believed he was entitled to be. He was a person of influence at the center of the world's power. He was on the verge of becoming wealthy, he had achieved enough notoriety to be considered a real somebody. He may well have been considered a perfect candidate to be invited back to his alma mater to give a commencement address filled with advice for students who wanted nothing more than to be just like him. While he may not have quite gained the whole world yet, he was very close to doing so. And he had pretty much lost his soul completely in the process and he was utterly and completely miserable. Until his soul found him.
and showed him that nothing this world has to offer is, more satisfy, is, is satisfying for more than a fleeting moment of pleasure. Rather, his soul taught him that this whole world that he had worked so hard to gain for himself was nothing but a place to pass through on the way to his true and eternal home. His soul found him and showed him that on his own he had accomplished nothing of lasting value and significance and that all he had loved was shallow and empty in comparison to what love itself was doing in him. His soul found him and gently exposed his arrogance and pride that were blocking his way to real joy and washed them away in the cleansing water of humility. His soul found him and showed him that those he considered rivals and enemies were just like him in their anxious pursuit of that, what, that which would not last, while those he easily looked down upon as too simple and ignorant had found what he really desired. His soul showed him that being truly known, truly embraced, and truly loved was so much more satisfying than being admired and envied by those who did not know him. His soul found him and showed him that true riches and honor and power are not found in wealth and prestige, but in charity and generosity. And so he gave back the whole world he had gained and instead received and accepted the soul he had almost lost in gaining it. Because it will make me feel good, I'm going to assume that all of you today are marking the completion of your education at this Catholic college in the Augustinian tradition. Know that the person whose story I have just told is none other than St. Augustine himself. As the poet Mary Oliver reminds us, he traveled many roads before he became St. Augustine. But St. Augustine, indeed, he did become. And not by gaining the whole world, but rather by letting his soul find him and showing him the way and the truth and the life that would satisfy him for eternity. As you continue your journey from here today, there is no doubt that you will design and build places and things organize communities, cultures, and societies, teach all kinds of people all kinds of things. You will discover new knowledge, find cures for what ails us, fight for justice and peace, heal those who are hurt in all the ways that people hurt, create, manages, and grow businesses, and run an economy to meet the needs we have while passing through this world. And all that will be great and good and holy. But none of it no matter how important or significant or new it may be, is nearly as important as who you become in the process of doing it. For everything we do and everything we make will have an end and will pass away. But the persons we become, the souls that we are and are meant to be, are eternal and will never pass away. And so let the life project that commences for you today be one that is first and foremost, one of searching for and finding, nurturing and loving those souls of yours that are worth far more than the whole world. 
yours.